A fierce storm was raging on the wind-tossed seas. The waves rose to mountainous heights and bore down on a battered ship that had been caught in the fury of the elements. And then it happened. The ship was hit by a sudden swell and capsized, sending all of the passengers down to the depths of the sea, Loyalenu. The howling winds drowned out the pitiful cries of the unfortunate victims. Amongst the passengers on the ill-fated ship was Rabbi Chaim ibn Attar. He was luckier than the others. While struggling in the waters, he noticed part of the ship floating alongside of him, and he climbed aboard. For several days he drifted aimlessly, as every wind in the ocean threatened to toss him back into the sea. Finally, when he could hardly keep his spirits together through sheer exhaustion, he reached land. He walked around and realized that he was on a deserted coast. Now that the fear of drowning had left him, he was seized by a terrible hunger, and the hot sun made his thirst unbearable. Staggering along, he finally reached a small oasis where he quenched his thirst at a fresh stream that flowed amongst the tall palms. He ate fruit from nearby trees and then lay down to sleep. He lived like this for several weeks. Every day he made several explorations but could find no sign of a human being. One day, while on one of these trips, he noticed a faint cloud of smoke in the distance. Surely that is a sign of life, he thought, and began to walk towards it. As he approached the spot where the smoke was coming from, his eyes lit up. Before him stood a beautiful palace, glittering in the sunshine. At last, with Hashem's help, he had found a human habitation. Rabbi Chaim walked up to the main gate of the palace, and to his surprise, it was open. He walked down wide corridors, peering into one room after another, but could find no one. The last room that he entered was the dining room, and on the table was a splendid array of gold and silver dishes, brimming over with delicious food. He had not eaten for a long time and was very hungry. He sat down at the table and took a few fruits and ate them. When he was finished, he was overcome by a drowsy feeling and he fell asleep in the chair. Several hours passed, and then Rabbi Chaim was rudely awakened by a band of evil-looking men armed with various weapons. The palace that he had entered belonged to a band of pirates, and they had just returned from a raid to discover their uninvited guest. They quickly held a trial, whereupon Rabbi Chaim was sentenced to death. But first, said the pirate leader, let us eat. We will take care of this one afterwards. When the meal was over, they took Rabbi Chaim outside. As he stood there, waiting for his executioner to bring the sword down on his neck, the chief suddenly cried out, Wait! Don't do it yet. I must speak to him first. He approached Rabbi Chaim and said quietly, Do you know who I am? Do you recognize me? Rabbi Chaim looked at the pirate captain, but no sign of recognition caught his eye. But you must remember me, said the pirate. 
You were my teacher for many years when I was a boy. I remember it as though it was yesterday. Rabbi Chaim was taken aback. What are you doing here? he asked. Surely it's unusual for a man with so much learning to become the head of a band of pirates. The chief hung his head in shame as he told Rabbi Chaim of the unfortunate circumstances that had led him to this point. As a young boy, he was never able to control his anger. And one day, in a fit of temper, he had risen up against his mother and father and committed a horrible crime against them. He thought then that there was no longer any hope for him in this world and that it was impossible for him to get any reward in the world to come, so he became a pirate. But now that I have seen you once more, said the pirate with tears rolling down his cheeks, I want to do tshuva. You must show me how. I will do anything you command. I will endure any form of punishment that you place on me as long as I can be assured that I will have a place in Oilam Haba. If you don't do as I ask, I will have you killed immediately. Rabbi Chaim thought for several minutes, and then he spoke to the pirate who stood trembling before him. Your crimes are very great, said Rabbi Chaim, but the door to tshuva is never closed. First, you must rid yourself of the evil company that you have fallen into. You must return to the true path that you have forsaken, and you must assume all of the duties of a Jew. You must fast three times a week, and you must constantly pray to Hashem that He accept your repentance. You must search for any opportunity to be kind to your fellow humans. That is one condition that you must fulfill. The other condition is far more difficult. In order that your tshuva should measure up to the grave crime that you committed against your parents, it must be a very difficult one. When you get back to the country you left, you must search for the hole of a snake that has just had babies. You must take one of these snake babies and put it in a container. For seven years, you must carry this box on a string around your neck, and three times a day, you must feed the snake as though it were your own child. And when those seven years are ended, it will bite you, and you will die of the snake bite, and then you will be forgiven. These are the terms. There's nothing more that I can do. The chief had been listening all the while, taking in the full meaning of Rabbi Chaim's words. Now he spoke. I am satisfied. I will undertake everything that you have said. And now, go. I will give you supplies for the rest of your journey, and I will tell one of my men to guide you to the nearest city. You will be able to continue from there. I will stay here to bid my men goodbye, and then I will begin my journey home. May God Almighty bless you for the service that you have done for me today. He turned away quickly and told one of his men to make preparations for the trip. When Rabbi Chaim had ridden for some time, he turned back and saw the small figure of a man waving to him from the distance. Many years later, Rabbi Chaim had a strange visitor in his dreams. At first he could not tell who it was, but slowly it came back to him. 
It was the pirate whose strange meeting with Rabbi Chaim had brought him to the path of tshuva. What do you want now? he asked him. I have done all that I can for you. The visitor smiled and said, I just came to tell you that I followed everything that you told me to do, and I am now resting from my trials on earth in Gan Eden. May Hashem reward you, Rabbi Chaim, for the neshama that you saved, and may you be blessed for the remaining days that you will pass on this earth. And above all, may you also be privileged to spend your time after your neshama goes away from your guf in the company of other great men who are enjoying the glory of Hashem.